Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, I'm Jeff. And I'm Patty. And coming up on this podcast, we're going to talk to another couple of our friends yep. who just quit RV. Can you believe that? I'm telling you. We were surprised. Uh, if really? I mean, this is two in a row, Jim and Melinda Mantell, and now this couple who have a YouTube channel. Yep. So we're going to talk about that and also some of the trends in RVing. You know, there are a lot of 22s that are still on the lot that are brand new. Yeah. So this is kind of an interesting scenario, so yes. to speak. Yes. Are people leaving RVing? Mm-hmm. All right, anyway, where did we leave off last week? Oh, you wanted to talk about a wrong turn? A wrong talk? turn that somebody <laughs> told me to take? Well, it's not like it was a wrong turn, sort of, I guess. I should probably set the scenario. Oh, okay. We were leaving East Glacier National Park. And you get on 89. Uh 89 takes you to 2, which is a really good highway. And then 2 will take you to West Glacier. We had done the east side of the park and wanted to do the west side. Mm -hmm. So that's what we did. We took 89 and we're cruising down 89. And we, I know what it was. It was that slow RV in front of us. Yeah, he he was going pretty slow. You were so impatient. (laughs) You see, that doesn't bother me. I know. And I said... And I knew there were two ways to go, but I, but I'm thinking, wait a minute, I haven't looked at Trip Wizard lately. I wonder if if this was the way I was supposed to go or that way. So I said, okay, turn here. It mm-hmm. was 49 coming up. Right. I said, turn here, and that way we can get rid of that RV in front of us that was going slow, and then we can just go a separate way. Right. So we get on 49, and immediately it's 25 <laughs> miles an hour, and immediately I realize. 
man, this is a narrow road. Well, now, and 49 is only 11 miles mm-hmm. to catch up to two. Right. Where if we would have taken 89 to two and around, that was an extra 24 miles. But you felt it too, didn't you? I felt what? You felt it too, that it was the wrong road. Oh, yeah. But you know what? Hey, I thought, okay, we're saving miles. <laughs> So we start down 49. Yeah, I I realized after we turned down there. And then you're saying, I got to turn around. I got to turn around. Well, there was no place to turn around. There was, yeah, exactly. Not a big vehicle. It was impossible. And you don't want to go off on the uh, berm of the road because it's not really solid. I mean, you're driving a 33,000 pound RV. Yeah, the roads were pretty narrow. So we kept going. Luckily, though, there was not much traffic at all. Yeah, that really helped a lot. Yes. And then we started to go up. We started to go up the side of a mountain. There were some good switchbacks, and here we are in the RV. No railing. Oh, yeah. And no guardrail. Looking down on the passenger side, I mean, it went straight down the road. There was no shoulder, nothing. Patty started freaking out. I was. It's like, oh my God. So I could rub it in real good. It's like, see? It shouldn't have taken this (laughs) road. What have I done? But anyway, we kept going, and we realized then that the view from the top of the mountain was just spectacular oh yeah there was a lake down there i guess it was was the lower two medicine lake right and And just incredible yeah and and then there was this place to pull over but there was a car there and we couldn't pull over right never fails yes right so we kept going hardly anybody on the road but there's one car and it's where we want to pull off So then you kind of pulled on over like half on the road and half off. Right. And we were able to get out and look at this lake and take some pictures. It was so pretty up there. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you know, you're standing there and it is. It's so gorgeous. You say, you know what? You know, I'm glad we took this road. Yeah. You know, there's not much traffic. The fall colors were incredible. Uh Uh-huh. And the view was incredible. Yeah. So, so far, so good. It was working out. We were just taking our time. Think we're out of the woods? No. Wait for it. (laughs) So we started heading down the road to catch Route 2, which is really Highway 2. That's Mm -hmm. what I should call it. As it gets to the end of this 11 miles, it goes through this little town called Mountain Pine. Mm -hmm. A cute town. Oh, it was. It was gorgeous. Oh, it was really nice. And then we came around a corner and (laughs) we... Right before Route 2. ...were horrified. (laughs) There was a tunnel bridge. There was a tunnel bridge and it said clearance (laughs) 12-8. Well, guess what our clearance on our RV is? 12.8. And it was like, oh, oh no. So I was gosh. able to pull off the road. There was actually kind of a turnout that I could pull into. And Patty says to me, what are you doing? And I said, I'm getting the tape measure. We're going to go measure the bridge and find out if we can make it or not. And we'll also measure the RV if we have to. And then you can see at the bridge, like at the edge, at the top there, where everything is hidden. Yeah, there were a lot of vehicles that had actually taken a chunk out of the yeah. top part of that tunnel. I mean, the last thing we want to do is lose an air conditioner or something. Oh, oh that'd be awful. No, it's not a good thing. Yeah. So we start to get out of the RV to head over. And, and this tunnel, it's really funny. It's a tunnel, you know, so it's oval shape. And it's actually a railroad trestle because mm-hmm. there's railroad tracks over it. Right. But it was just funny the way it was shaped and everything. Yeah. So we start heading over to the tunnel. And we took the tape measure. Yep. And we st- he's trying to lift the tape measure up to tape it. And, of course, it kept falling down, you know. But this white van comes through the tunnel and stops. Truck. Wasn't it a pickup truck? No, it was a white van. Oh, okay. And he stops and he says, you can make it. 
I do it all the time. He said, I take big manufactured houses through here all the time. Yeah, and he says, what you got to do is just drive in the middle of the road. Yeah. Because it's much higher in the middle. Those edges are where it's 12.8. Yeah. He says, you'll be fine. Yeah. And we were really relieved. You know, we were like, well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. You know, and well, because it was funny, we were looking at it and it was like, looks higher than 12.8, but yeah. the sign says 12.8. It says 12.8. So then I went to the other side as he came through. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, there was plenty of room. Right. It was really funny. It, it had to be like 13 or 14.8. Right. I'm sure it was. Yeah. But that was our little adventure off-road, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. For a minute there, we thought we were going to have to turn around and go all the way back yeah, that uh-huh. 11 miles, the 25 miles All the switchbacks and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, so my we gosh. were really relieved. Well, then we get out, we, we go through there, we get back on Route 2, and sure enough, we catch up to the RV that was going slow that we ended up passing. That's right. And I felt bad for him because, you know what, I, you could tell he was kind of nervous yeah. driving that thing. And, and yeah. you know what, when you're nervous, when you're not that great of a driver, slow down. And yeah. he, I think he did the right thing. Yeah, he, he was in a motorhome and, and then he finally turned off. So anyway, yeah, so he pulled off the road yeah. and all was good. Yeah, and we got to West Glacier to our KOA. It was wonderful. It was great. We stayed there for a few days and really enjoyed it and then we went to whitefish yes we went to whitefish montana if you're ever in the area of west glacier you got to go to whitefish montana what a cute town oh my gosh have they done things right there man yeah it's a fantastic place and guess what we would never have found that or really had as much fun in glacier if we weren't contacted by chris and linda deister yeah and we want to thank them very much. Yeah, they live in Whitefish, and they had heard our podcast back in March. Yeah, because we we're talking about, no, oh, we're going to be going to Glacier. February, right. we were talking about going to Glacier at some point. We thought we'd be there sooner in the summer, but, of course, your surgery delayed us. Yes. And he emailed us. We had correspondence back and forth. He was telling us where to go and how to do it. And I mean, him and his wife have been there for decades. Yes. And they have hiked, backpacked. They've done all the backcountry stuff. They've lived there for 32 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they also had gone to the lodge in Many Glacier. Yes. And highly recommended that. They love that. staying there at the lodge in the summers. Right. Yep. But their information was really valuable, and we want to thank them very much because so, that really made it for us. Yeah. Well, we ended up meeting up with them. Mm-hmm. We yeah. met them. We had dinner. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah. And then we met up with them a week later yes. because there was a grand design <laughs> rally being held at an RV park that we were at in, in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Uh-huh. So they were there and we went out and had dinner again. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so They're so sweet. They're yeah. so nice. Great people. Yeah. Really. And that's the beauty of RVing and meeting people. Uh-huh. It's just fantastic. It is. Hey, speaking of people, uh-huh. Jeff and Steph of Jeff and Steph's Excellent Adventure, we've had them on a couple of podcasts are quitting RVing. Yes. I mean, first Jim and Melinda Mantell. Uh-huh. We've also heard that there's been other YouTubers that have been RVing for a long time, and they're hanging up as well. Right. So we're kind of like, what the heck's going on here? Yeah, so we had to talk to Jeff and Steph and find out yeah, why. Exactly. We got them on the phone right now. Yeah. Jeff and Steph... Welcome to our podcast. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? Hi. Well, we're doing good, but we're kind of sad because, you know, we lost our good friends Jim and Melinda Mantell. They quit RVing. They found a place in Florida, 
And now you guys hit us with the same thing. Yeah, I don't like the word quit. I like the word transitioning. Oh. New adventure. Quitting sounds like like we're such losers. <laughs> oh, jeez. We know we're, you're not losers. Yeah. <laughs> we're not quitters. We're movers and shakers. But All in right. the grand design of things as RVers, we're considered quitters. We, we give up the lifestyle, so we quit. Uh -huh. Okay. So, so that's just, you know, that's what we call it. Well, you know, we met about a year ago, and we just all hit it off so well. And when you make good friends in the RV community, that's all you talk about. You know, RVing, going here, going there. So this kind of came to a, uh, this was a real shock to us. It was a, a big shock to us. You know what, guys? It was a bigger shock to us. What led to your decision? <laughs> What we still were like, did we do this? Uh, you know, it's still something. Sometimes we look at each other and we're like, okay, we did this. Like, it, we had no plans to stop RV. Like, zero plans. Okay. We kind of got to the point where it lost its luster and we felt like we were traveling and traveling and we weren't getting the same fulfillment out of it that we did in the beginning. It, it, it's like a water repeat travel. I think our first year when we hit the road was, you know, it was so exhilarating because it was all new. We were going to places that we'd never been and we read about and heard about and, and seen things. And we wanted to experience that. And we were just, it was so exciting in the, in the beginning. The first year was just phenomenal for us. Now, when exactly did you start? Early in 2021. Like in spring of 2021. So you guys have been at it for a couple of years. Yeah, two and a half years. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. What are Jeff and Steph's greatest hits? Where are some of the places <laughs> that you guys hit that you'll always remember? Well, I, I hate to, to go back to our first year, but I'm going to because, you know, we left Oregon. We headed due east and we went through Idaho and we went through Wyoming and out to the Dakotas, to the Black Hills, and saw Rushmore and those places. And it was, to me, that was awesome. I loved that route up through there and then back through to uh, Montana and Yellowstone. And then we went back to Oregon. And it was fantastic. Uh, it was just an awesome experience. Yeah, we really enjoyed the Black Hills area and Deadwood and Custer. And then going up into the Badlands. Teddy Roosevelt National Park and all that. It was beautiful. Yeah, I agree with you. That is just a spectacular part of the country. For sure. Where else? My, well, Some of my favorite places are in Utah. And I'm just in awe. I just love the rock formations and the canyons and the, everything about Utah. I'm all about the high desert. And the scenery there is just amazing. The national parks are gorgeous. Yeah. I just can't get enough of them. And we've been repeat visitors. And we still want to go back some more. I mean, we still will probably go back and do a lot more exploring there. And really for me, you know, I, I loved all the national parks and all those great places everybody wants to see. But I love the travel days. I love to travel down the road and just see the landscape unfold in front of you as you're driving. Uh, that was just amazing for me. I love that part of it. Boy, I know exactly yeah, what you it, mean. Definitely. That's you know, pretty cool. We were recently going through Glacier National Park and places up in the north, and it's just breathtaking. Yeah. 
Jeff, I got a personal question for you. All right. You are probably going to miss emptying the black and gray tanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to miss two things. I'm going to miss that those parks that had that slight wharfing of sewer gas <laughs> going through the park in the early evening. Uh, but, you know, as, as, uh, as it stands now, I haven't emptied or dumped a black or gray tank in uh, three weeks, a month. It's just been quite a while. Yeah, wow. it's kind of our, it's our joke every day, and we'll get up and start getting around, and Jeff will say, it's day 21, I haven't had to empty the tank. Oh, oh my gosh. very exciting. <laughs> you know, congratulations on that. <laughs> you know, you think about it, when people want to get involved with RVing and everything, I think a lot of guys are hesitant because of the black tanks and and the gray tanks and having to hook them up and empty them you and everything. Think so? I think that is a negative in, in some people's minds. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. We've actually had people tell us that they're just shocked that we have to deal with that mm -hmm. as RVers. They're it's, like, ew. But it's you not know, that people bad. Don't RV. The funny thing is, it's no big deal. No. I mean, if you understand the proper procedure, you you put on gloves. It's not nearly as disgusting as everybody that hasn't done it may think it is. Yeah. It's really no big deal. Yeah, it's not that bad at all. Nah. And, you know, because I was doing it after Jeff had his surgery. Of course, I've done it in the past, too, you know, here and there. But, you know, I was really doing it a lot. It's like, it's no big deal. So you do it, you no know. No mean? So now she's doing it all the time. I promote her at a full-time. Yay! <laughs> no. you got promoted. <laughs> all right, so I got a question for you guys. All right, so when you um, went and started full-time, you kind of sold your homes and you sold everything. So now you had to start all over here. So yeah. was that hard to just start all over? You had to kind of, like get everything again i don't know i personally think it's fun we really well jeff and i were a blended family to begin with mm -hmm. and we were second marriages and when we combined households we combined two houses full of stuff ah. but we didn't have together stuff mm -hmm. we had our separate stuff so now it, this has been kind of a fun time for us because we're buying together stuff oh that's true that makes sense now it's like every time we take a picture for the walls or something we're like oh we both love this that's you know it, it's been fun in that aspect is that we we're making our own special nest together yeah. <laughs> which i guess kind of leads to Hey, we bought a house. Right. So you bought a, and, and you guys bought a fixer upper, a tiny little house, yeah. which is awesome. Let's walk through that whole process. Yeah. When did you realize you wanted a house? Yeah. It transitioned over the last couple months. It's been a real slow transition. Mm -hmm. And they just kind of hit us in the face. We had talked about, you know, with friends who were stopping RVing and what their plans were. And we were like, well, what are we going to do? when we decide to stop RVing and then it hit us you know we were both like we were afraid to broach the subject with each other and just this past summer one day we said what about if we get a small house or an apartment or something as a home base and we kept thinking about it and talking about it we just realized we were done RVing kind of to back up a little bit I actually remember the exact place that I was and we were in the car and we were driving to visit with Stephanie's parents in Oregon 
And I looked at her. We we're in a little bit of a, a, a traffic jam, going slow. And I said, "Are we still? Is this still what we want to do? Are we still happy RVing?" And, and I didn't really want to she say did. it. It came out of nowhere, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up." Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah. It was weird because I think it had been weighing in both of our minds. We have been missing time with our children and you know they're all young adults and we've been trying to figure out how to spend some time with them and we haven't had holidays with family or the kids in three years and we just something was calling us and we're like how can we do this um and have kids visit us and do this we didn't have room for everyone to stay in the fifth wheel so it it, it just evolved and you know jeff brought it up and i was like Hey, let's look for a little house somewhere. We still could have RV'd for several more years, for sure. I mean, we, like you guys, you know, we were on our third RV in three years. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, That's normal, you know, right? We, 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 we were set up for success. I mean, we had good equipment, a, a good truck, a good trailer. We never skimped on anything. We wanted to make sure, you know, we were solid and we didn't have you know, big issues with older equipment. We were good at it, you know? Yeah, we, we felt like we had mastered the RV living. Right. It was comfortable, and, I mean, we were able to do it, but there was just still some longing for a house again, and we thought we would never want a house again. I can't stress that enough. Okay, so let me ask you this then. So when you found your house, did you... Were you in that town, like camping in a yes. campground, and you happened to find well, it, or did you find we it before you got traveling. there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were traveling, and we looked in some states. We looked in for places in Nevada. Mm-hmm. We looked for places in Utah. And as we traveled across the country, we said, let's just check out the real estate market. And that's what RV life was great for because you have the opportunity to go to these places and spend time in the town oh it's so true yeah yeah and see what you like and don't like about it and Mm -hmm. this past couple years of traveling have shown us you know where we want to be what part of the country we want to be in what kind of like environment around us we want whether we want an ocean or mountains or what have you. So we were kind of exploring these options and we looked at real estate and three or four towns before we got to where we were. (laughs) Yes, go ahead, Jeff. I know you're going to ask it. So we have friends, Jim and Melinda, who moved to Florida. They're going to live in the Sunshine State. Yeah. (laughs) What did you guys choose? Well, you know, most people go south for retirement. We're not the smartest RVers, and we never claim to be. Yeah, so. we're going north for retirement. No kidding. And we ended up in Wyoming. Wyoming. Wow. <laughs> You're going to have some nasty winters, right? <laughs> we are. We don't look at them as nasty. Okay. We look at them as adventurous. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think that's really cool. I know you're going to be in western Wyoming, and I know that you're going to have some good elevations. So Yeah, we were kind of missing seasons. We've spent the last few winters down in the south with you guys, and we were kind of missing winters. We thought it would be fun to have seasons again, 
I was looking so forward to seeing you down in Palm Springs. I can't believe you're not going to be there. No. It was really hard to call you guys because you guys were, we had, you know, family and some close friends that we needed to contact right away when our mind was made up and um, we knew we were going to do this. And, and I remember we called you guys, I think you were in the grocery store <laughs> and we, we said, you guys got to call us back when you're down there and you better be sitting down because uh, this is going to be big. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I do too. You guys are in disbelief. I mean, we it, were, it was, we were shocked. It was really funny. Yeah. yeah. We felt bad telling you because we had looked forward and planned on seeing you guys this winter. And then, Palm Springs and enjoying the warm and sun, but yeah. again, it was kind of a surprise to us too. We just found the perfect little house in the perfect little town for us, and we had to jump on it. We're so happy for you. We, we are. really are because yeah. that is a lot of our goals, and that is to find out where we want to live. And you know, yeah. we've been driving through the north here this fall, and I'll tell you, this is the first time we have experienced autumn in about three years, because normally we leave ahead of time and head down to the southwest, and it has just been spectacular. Yeah, we're enjoying having the autumn here in Wyoming, and the trees are all changing, and it's just feels good and we started to get we are at high elevation mm -hmm. um we're at 6800 feet elevation in our new town right and so we're starting to get those crisp nights and mornings and this morning when we walked the dogs there was frost on the roof and such and it, we just haven't been in that in three years so right. wow. yeah yeah that's pretty cool i i do understand that and i understand the lure of that like uh, me i love a huge snowstorm patty is not a snow person but man <laughs> i love a huge snowstorm i do too i i just want to add our house came with a new snowblower oh perfect <laughs> yes yeah, it came with its own snowblower. That That's sold it for me. <laughs> oh, funny. And as soon as we found that out, we said, oh, my gosh, what are we doing? <laughs> I know there's a lot of people who are listening, and they're going to say, okay, two questions. Number one, what did they do with their RV? And number two, what did they do with their truck? <laughs> well. <laughs> sold. Yeah, we did sell them. Well, that's good. Oh, they're both gone already, huh? They're both gone, yes. And we ended up buying a new SUV for us, so um, four-wheel drive. So wow. we're able to go and adventure and take on those snowy mountain roads when we feel like it. But uh, we thought for the time being, we weren't going to be RV traveling. We're going to travel just differently now. So uh, we just didn't want that they have to store the RV because we all know they don't store well. Yeah, they, they, they like to be run. They like to be, you know, used. And yeah. when you just park them in, it's just, I think the Mantel said the same thing. It's something you don't want really sitting without using it for long periods of time. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Yeah. You guys are famous for your YouTube channel. Jeff and Steph's Excellent Adventure. Oh, I was just going to ask that. <laughs> what is going to become, are you still going to do videos? Or yeah, what are you going to yeah, do? Notice that it doesn't say RV Adventures in the title. Ah. Um, and we did leave that open for that specific change in life if it happened. So, yeah, we do plan to still travel. Here's the thing that uh, a lot of people might not know about us because we don't really talk about it, but we don't really put boundaries on ourselves so we are open for change as 
it comes at us. For instance, this, what we just did, we it came out of the blue for us, and we just said, let's just go with that and see where that takes us. Yeah, it felt right at the it time. It felt right at the time, but, you know, in two years, we might want to move to Europe. I mean, we just don't limit ourselves to a life where which is very structured and predictable. Right. We like the rush and the excitement of just switching things up and yeah, doing things completely different. <laughs> you know, you, you have one life to live and we have the same mentality where we just want to live our life and do whatever we want as it comes at us. And we'll continue to do that. And, and that with our YouTube channel, I think we can segue into different types of adventures be it hiking or going places, uh, experiencing new things. Lots of driving trips. Yeah, yeah. And, and we love a good road trip. I mean, we're just probably obviously going to do it different where we're going to stay in hotels. Or, well, you never know. Exactly. And that's exactly you it. You just never know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we thought we might experience Europe for the first time and do all kinds of stuff. So oh, that would be awesome. We're yeah. never going to say no to yeah. anything. We're always going to leave our options open because we want to live a life with no regrets and and that was part of our being a lot of people waited till they got you know older retired and they hit the road and maybe they didn't have the same you know enjoyment they could have had out of it if they had done it at a younger stage in life right so for us the adventure continues and we'll go i i mean i'd love to go to iceland i'd love to go to europe i'd like to go drink some wine in italy <laughs> Uh, you know, the, the, it's, the whole world is in front of us, so we're just going to do what we want to do when when the time comes. We have no regrets, we should say. I we mean, loved it. It was, yeah. it was a blast. Yeah, and it had just run its course with us, and we were ready for something different. Well, we want to wish you guys the best of luck. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us on your podcast. Yeah. We listen every Sunday. We never miss it. We yeah, really you enjoy guys it. are awesome. Bye-bye. Jeff and Steph of Jeff and Steph's Excellent Adventure. Now, remember, they got a YouTube channel, and we have a link to it in the description below. And they just did a video about what we just talked about. Oh, yeah. If you're an RVer, if you're thinking about RVing, I highly recommend you watch that video. Very insightful. You know, I just got to say, life is a journey with unexpected twists and turns. If you make a wrong turn, you can turn into a good one. That's true. Safe travels. We'll catch you on the next episode. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.